Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And welcome to the Mike Savilla Radio Program. Episode 335 for Thursday, May 14, 2015. Check out more information for me at drmikesavilla.com. Thank you so much for joining us today. Coming up in just a few minutes will be uh, a very delightful conversation uh, with Dr. Wanda Feiler, uh, who is the American Academy of Family Physicians President-Elect. And what we'll be talking about is her recent appearance today on the Dr. Oz Show. That's right, that Dr. Oz. So when I uh, put those two people together, Dr. Wanda Filer and Dr. Oz, uh, especially my friends who are family physicians, what is your first gut reaction to that? I know it was my gut reaction too. I kind of cringed a little bit saying, what is up with that? Um, I will have my own thoughts on this following um, our interview. Uh, but just to, uh, just to keep that in mind in your head. Uh, and uh, Dr. Filer wanted to come on this show, come on this program, come on this podcast uh, to uh, share her story about how this opportunity uh, came up to uh, be on the show, why uh, she chose uh, to share the uh, family medicine story um, on that show. Uh, And uh, it will be a fascinating conversation. Hopefully it will start some dialogue um, out there with with our members in the American Academy of Family Physicians, primary care in general, and in the public uh, in general. Uh, but uh, but think of those uh, thoughts right now. What are your what are your thoughts uh, knowing uh, that our good friend uh, Doctor uh, Filer uh, went on the uh, Doctor Oz uh, show uh, today? Uh, so we will just get right into it here. We're going to take a quick break, and after the break, we'll be the president elect of the American Academy of Family Physicians, Doctor Wanda Filer. You're listening. Uh, to the Mike Savilla Radio Program right here on Blog Talk Radio. Also check me out at drmikesavilla.com, and we'll be right back. Excited um, on the line with me um, is someone who I've wanted to talk to on the show for a long time. Uh, the president-elect of the American Academy of Family Physicians, Dr. Wanda Filer, is here. Wanda, uh, welcome, uh, welcome to the program. Thank you so much, Mike. It's absolutely my pleasure. I'm, I'm excited. We've finally been having, having a chance to do this. 
<laughs> great, great. Um, so we're um, so the reason you're on today is uh, you know, we're going to be talking about your uh, uh, recent appearance uh, on the Dr. Oz show, and uh, I know there's going to be a lot of discussion uh, about that, and I know that uh, you have some reasons uh, about uh, uh, why you chose that venue to share the family medicine story. But let's kind of back up a little bit. Um, how did this uh, opportunity uh, kind of avail itself to you in the first place? Um, well, Mike, I was actually it started out back in January. I was at a meeting in um, Phoenix, and I got a phone call from one of my colleagues in Pennsylvania who said that, um, that he was giving a lecture at another meeting, and the folks from Dr. Oz approached him and said, we're trying to get in touch with the American Academy of Family Physicians. We'd like to have uh, them come on to our show to talk about family medicine. And so behind the scenes, our folks started having a conversation with his contact people. Um, and then lo and behold, on Good Friday, I was at home and um, it was absolutely chaos day at my house. They were ripping out my kitchen cabinets and the dogs were barking and my wow. cell phone rang. And I thought, <laughs> who is this? And, uh, and I answered the phone and he said, hi, this is Mehmet Oz. So, wow. you know, just just what you need when there's all chaos breaking loose. And I thought, <laughs> well, that's interesting. Um, I've actually known the man peripherally probably for about 10 years. Um, Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I think I mentioned to you that I, uh, in the past, that I had a, I'd done television for about 18 years on our local NBC affiliate um, in Pennsylvania. And so one year before he went national, he came to our community and I emceed a program with him with about, um, 1600 people in the audience. And we had a nice conversation at the time. And then I talked to him a few years ago around some, uh, work that I was doing around, um, violence issues and, and trying to look at the health impacts of that. Um, so it wasn't completely out of the, out of the blue that he would call me, um, you know, because I knew him, but he it said to me, Wanda, we'd like you to be on our show, and um, what do you think about that? <laughs> um, so, uh, so what was kind of your initial kind of reaction uh, to that? You know, I mean, being being asked by you know the host himself to to come on and, and share the family medicine story. What what was your kind of initial gut reaction to that? Well, I, to be honest with you, it was mixed. Um, I think that the part of me that understands the power of the media to get our message out felt like it was a great opportunity. He's the number one talk show in daytime television. He has an audience of close to 2 million people a day. And my suspicion was that many of them don't really understand family medicine or the value of primary care in this country. Um, and I thought, you know, what a great opportunity to kind of tell our story. And here he is inviting this. Um, there was another part of me as a, as a physician that knew that this is, this is sort of a double-edged sword. Um, and I said to him, I said, I need you to understand that a lot of my members, family physicians in this country, are spend an awful lot of valuable face-to-face -face time with patients trying to undo some of the messages that you've delivered. Exactly. And he's yeah, and I and and so they're not sure why they might not be sure why I'd want to do this, and he said, "I hear you, Wanda." He said, "I understand." He said, "And it's never my intent to make their job harder." And I realize that we've done that. He said, "So we need to try to fix that so that doesn't keep happening." Um, and so I think I got a sense that he was very sincere. Um, I I also recognize that in as a family physician, our job frequently is to talk to people where they're starting their healthcare journey. And in his audience of 1.8 or 2 million people, 
Many of them probably have not heard the family medicine message. They don't understand why it's so critically important for them to have a family physician. And that seemed to me to be, you know, um, the same part of me as a family physician that takes care of uh, a lot of people at different stages of life. I thought this was an opportunity that we, we probably need to avail ourselves of. No, I mean, and as you know, Wanda, I mean, you know, we, we all follow the news, and, and he hasn't had the kind of the best news cycle in the past uh, few weeks, and uh, our members, you know, especially me, you know, call him out on a lot of things, um, you yeah. know, like nu- nutritional and diet products and certain guests on the show and, and that type of thing. Uh, uh, did those concerns uh, come up, and, and, and were those addressed with, with him or with his producers uh, before you came on the show? They were very much, uh, um, we didn't talk about it on the air, as you might imagine, and a lot of the, this was taped actually before um, that all happened, but it's not new. This is just, it's been more prevalent recently. But we did have a conversation with them. We got some agreements from them that they won't hawk any products um, on the day of the show. We, they gave us the opportunity to look at the, low, the whole lineup. In fact, he said to me, he said, what I do is a balance between um, entertainment and health education. And he said, and sometimes we probably tip too far. And then I, what I remember, because it, it struck me as kind of amusing, he said, well, we won't, I promise you that we won't have the segment before or after you be any dancing bears. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I said, okay, well, good. And then he said to me, he said, I've got a bunch of topics coming, a bunch of themed shows coming up. He said, does one or another resonate for you? And one of his shows was on fear. And I said, I'll take that one. And I have to admit, our folks back at headquarters said, you chose the fear show? But, uh, <laughs> which was pretty funny, actually. I said yes, because I would like to be able to talk to people, to the American public, who's afraid to go to the doctor, and, and how family medicine is approachable, that, that, that we're trained to look at the whole person, that we're trained to think of you not only as a diagnosis, but who you are within the context of your family and your community, and, and really to help people trying to overcome some of that fear. Um, and that's the segment that we did. It was about a seven-minute segment um, that, you know, that has just aired. My um, guess on the line is the uh, president-elect of the American Academy of Family Physicians, Dr. Wanda Filer. Um, and, and, you know, Wanda, I, I, I want to be like you when I grow up. I'm very jealous of all the media work that you've done. Um, and uh, it's, it's been very exciting for me just to kind of, like, review a lot of this stuff. Uh, and, and, you know, and, and people get curious about, you know, how um, a television show works. And, and, and thanks for clarifying that you were not on the entire hour. It was, it was just a, a small seven-minute segment. Um, so as you kind of prepped for this show um, um, how did you prepare for this what kind of topics or or um, I mean you're probably such a pro that you didn't need much prep at all getting ready for this show well believe it or not Mike the way that I prepped was I went back and I watched the Senate hearings um, where Senator McCaskill um, sort of outed him on some of his product stuff and I watched um, his reactions I needed to find my own comfort level with doing this um, I know that I can tell the family medicine message, and I know that I can tell it to his audience that, that really I think would benefit from hearing it, but I needed to find my own ethical comfort level with it um, because there was a risk and a benefit to this. Um, and, and then when we got to the show, I think what really made it personal for me was he had a studio audience, and, and I, you know, as we're family physicians, we love people, and so it's always nice to have this, this large group of people in, in, the, in the room, and he 
he had talked to a couple of women who self-identified that it had been quite a long time since they'd seen a family physician. And so he started the segment by saying to these three women in the audience, when is the last time you saw a family physician? One of them said two years. One of them said three years. The next one said 11 years. And for me, that really resonated, that this is a woman who, you know, we really, we could be beneficial, I think, for her if she's, if she's open to that idea. And so after the show, um, I walked up to her off camera, at least I hope it was off camera. Um, I walked up to her and, and you, you know, when you immediately connect with someone yes, and that's what it felt like for me with her. And I said to her, how can I help you? I'd like to be able to, and this was just the two of us quietly talking. I said, I'd like to be able to help you find a family physician. Would you, would you like me to do that? She said, I would love to have you do that. And so as recently as last week, I had a conversation uh, we, through the help of the New York Academy. Um, I was able to identify a f- uh, family physician in this woman's area of the state who everybody described as an absolutely great person. Um, I called that physician and, and, and shared with her exactly how this whole thing unfolded. She said, I would be honored to take care of her. And then I called the lady back and I said, this is the name of someone. She's right across the bridge from you. Would you be willing to see her? She said, well, I have to admit I'm scared, but how did you find her name? And I walked her through the process. She said, I'll do it. She said, I can't tell you how much this means to me. And then she said, can I call you back later and let you know how it went? And I said, I'd really like that because I'd like to have some peace of mind and know that you're in good hands. And so if, if, if nothing else, I know that I may not have... Not all 2 million people may get that message, but one of them hopefully has been connected to one of our colleagues and, and will be in a, in a better direction on her journey for health. See, that's a great story. Um, and um, uh, you know, people may have, may have seen um, you know, in that segment already, you know, obviously not the after part, um, but uh, it, it sounds like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, um, you know, that, that, that the interview itself or the discussion or the chat itself was fair, um, uh, as far as uh, what you guys talked about, and and if, if you could share a little bit, Wanda, just just with my my audience here, um, you know the, the the family medicine story that that you shared on that show, and, and the and the points that you emphasized uh, during that uh, during those seven minutes. Well, I I talked to um, Dr. Oz about the importance of having a family physician, someone who knows who you are, who knows what your dreams are, who knows what your goals and your aspirations are. And as you know, Mike, sometimes it's not about what we do um, for people. Sometimes it's as important about what we don't do. And, you know, when we need to hold back on things and, and, and help them and, and be reassuring and have a relationship with who that person is. And then Dr. Oz and I had spoken ahead of time, what are the, maybe the three things that I would like patients to, you know, be ready for when they're coming into a visit? And so one of them was know your family history. And, um, and I talked about the importance, especially of first-degree relatives. And if you have the chance to sit down around the table, even if you're a family that doesn't normally do this, have a conversation and find out what your parents, your, um, your siblings, and your children, get a sense of what their health challenges are because that might be something that's going to be in, in your future. And maybe as a physician, you and, you and I as a patient can figure out how we can change that path for you and put you on a different trajectory. 
the second thing I talked about um, was medications and not only bringing all your medications in a bag, but also any supplements or vitamins or anything else you're taking on a regular basis for whatever reason, because it helps me to go through them. And as I know, you, you probably have the same experience, um, and, but also asking people to know what the names of their medications are, that it's really important that they know why they're taking them and how they're supposed to be taking them, um, at which point a little humor got injected into the whole segment. Because in the midst of trying to come up with an example for him, I used an example, of course, of a little blue pill. No, no, you you planned that, didn't you? Come on. (laughs) No, I'm sitting there, you know, and somebody said to me later, yeah, those marketing people got to you in that little blue pill. But the audience, first of all, I saw Dr. Oz's face, and he looked a little bit taken aback. And then I'm and I'm looking at him thinking, why is he making that? Why does he look like that? And then I heard the audience laugh, and I realized, oh, uh, you shouldn't have said blue. Um, <laughs> oh, that's too funny. You're a pro. You know what you're doing hysterical. there. That's hilarious. I'm looking. It was at, you know. hilarious. I leaned back to the audience and I said, "Not necessarily that blue pill." Well, then they all busted up laughing again. I'll to rewind and see that. Yeah, so. it, it was it was very funny. And then yeah. uh, you know we ended with again why you want to have a family physician and um, and how this have, having a person who's a usual source of care um, and that's in this country is predominantly a family physician. Why that plus having health insurance makes all the difference in this country to helping people be healthy. Those are the two most identifiable things that help people be healthy. So a family physician and having health insurance can mean the world and and the difference between life and death for someone. Um, now, from your point of view, uh, Wanda, like and when you're, you know, when you're talking to the audience or, or when you're talking to Dr. Oz, I mean, can, did you get a sense of of how much that message was connecting with the audience? Um, and, and was there time after the taping there for people to ask you questions, or wasn't, or what, what, how did you? Well, how was it from your point of view um, telling our story to that audience? Um, we didn't have time afterward, really, because they, w- they were doing a whole series of segments um, um, kind of back-to-back, and they were clearly on a tight production schedule. But I did have a chance afterward as I was leaving. The audience was also leaving. And so people were coming up making really nice comments and a couple of questions here and there. But mostly what it was, I think that my sense was that the audience understood, completely understood the message. And um, so for that to me was sort of said, okay, we, we did a good job. We, we were able to help people understand um, what we were talking about. And the other thing that, that um, and I don't know if I shared this with you, Mike, but um, we went after the show. They have a web thing that they do, and I can't tell you the name of it, but they get millions and millions of people a month who look at this web piece. And wow. so I was able to pick about three questions, um, and we went on to, and I answered them, you know, basically what is a family physician, talked about residency training and, and how if you're, you know, if you're a pediatrician, for instance, you do three years in pediatrics. If you're an internist, three years in internal medicine, family medicine, we do three years in family medicine. Um, and that that, and our, and our training is specific to um, full scope and, and the kind of chronic disease, but also doing deliveries. Um, and I got a chance to talk about that on, on his show as well, trying to kind of give people a sense of both the, the broad scope, but also the depth of what we care for with a big focus on wellness and prevention. 
Uh, my guest on the line um, uh, is my good friend, Dr. Wanda Filer, the president-elect of the American Academy of uh, Family Physicians. Um, and Wanda, why don't we just dive into kind of this, this controversy that I think people will talk about. Um, as you were kind of uh, in your head working through this kind of risk-benefit ratio um, of uh, making an appearance and being uh, interviewed on this show, can you take me a little bit through the, the thought process on, on, uh, on, uh, on you choosing to appear? Here on the Dr. Ross show, certainly, and 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 I think the first thing I had to do is I had to find my own comfort level with it. Um, so I went and looked at the internet and watched the Senate hearings. I actually went back and, and and frankly, when I'm in the office, I don't have time to watch the Dr. Oz show. So I watched a couple of shows, um, and I saw what some of the concern is, and I certainly know I hear it in the office. Uh, but I also took a look at some of the demographic information of his viewers and some of the, you know, what, who, who are his viewers. And what I realized that these are people who um, are patients that we, we care for as, as family physicians. We care for America. And these are our people. Um, his, his viewers are patients that, and if they're not seeing a family physician, many of them might, might really be helped by doing so. And we certainly... Um, you know, want to reach people wherever they are in their healthcare journey. Um, and so whether you're, you know, whether you're watching Dr. Oz or whether you are um, uninsured or fully insured, whether you're homeless, whether you're the CEO of a company, we take care of you because that's who we are. Um, then I went back to the folks in, in our, at our headquarters and we had a real, <laughs> believe me, a very robust discussion about whether we should or shouldn't do this. Um, from credibility issues, from risk, and, and from my perspective, you know, we work with um, media calls all the time. We dealt with this pretty much like other media calls, except maybe thought it through a little bit more. Um, we do, I do a lot of media calls, whether they're radio or, or um, newspaper or magazines. And the other thing, honestly, is we do a lot of work talking to legislators about improving the health of this nation. And some of those legislators do things that I'm not real thrilled with, but we meet people where they are. And that really ultimately became the philosophy of why we said we're going to do this. These are, this is the opportunity to tell our message to um, almost 2 million people who may not otherwise have the chance. And that's, in many ways, it felt like an obligation. Uh, and, yeah, and, and sometimes, um, you know, um, we, we tell our story to, to people who, you know, obviously you know, may not agree with what we're saying. Um, or maybe maybe not even know, and and this is potentially an audience that may not have um, been reached by any other kind of communication vehicle uh, from the academy or from family medicine uh, uh, in general. Um, and uh, it's a very very uh, unique opportunity. Uh, uh, but I do understand, you know, um, from from a from a member standpoint that uh, members are going to um, have questions um, about this. Um, um, but you know, it's it, it is kind of a you know, kind of a risk benefit uh, type of ratio, and 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 sometimes you do have to take a risk to potentially yeah. uh, uh, deliver your message, uh, because you know everybody's not going to get it just from what, what we usually do, uh, right. and uh, um, it's uh, it's you know um, so yeah, your kind of thoughts on that. Well, it felt to me like what I guess I would describe as a crack in time. This was an opportunity, um, and, and I would hope that from, for family physicians in the country who watch it and, or, or who hear about it, 
and they're up in arms, is to go and watch the segment. And I have a feeling they'll have a better comfort level. And if I can have one patient walk in to their family physician and, and say, hey, I, under, I better understand who you are now and what we're here to do, then that's worth it to me. And then the ability to connect one of his viewing audience, the woman who had not seen a physician for probably a dozen years, and find someone who will be her partner in her care, and that they can be a team to keep her healthy, that's you know that's what we're all about as family physicians. We we try to we try to reach people and at their starting point and help them along the way. Um, I had a chance to you know in the segment to talk about how we don't we're, we're not there to pass judgment. If we say to you do this or don't do that, um, it's not because we're passing judgment. It's because we're giving you health advice and because we'd like to think that hey you may not want to go out and have um, a million sex partners. I'm I'm hyper, a bit of hyperbole here, but. Um, because these are real risky for you, but but let's talk a little bit about your self-esteem and how do we help you feel better about yourself and make better choices. And that's not judgment. That's that's advice, and that's um, caring, and that's trying to keep you healthy, and that's what family medicine is all about. Uh, and, and I would call it leadership. Um, we, we've been through some, to some uh, leadership meetings recently, and um, you know sometimes um, you have to uh, think outside the box and, and look for unique yep. type of uh, solutions uh, to uh, to problems that we may may not uh, think about and, and people may disagree with. Uh, but sometimes you just have to take that risk and go for it, and uh, you know, and see what happens. And, and from your story there, Wanda, I mean, you you, you did um, you know able to um, you know, connect one person um, with uh, a family physician, um, and you know, is is that enough? I mean, I think it is. Um, and this person may not have um, been connected any other way. And uh, um, I, I love that that you. Um, shared that story, and, and I know that you know we have a lot of members out there that have stories like that who uh, talk to audiences or talk to people in their communities or at the state level or at the national level who who may not uh, agree completely, but uh, they do want to share our story out there because that's something that we really need to do. Right, and I, I you know I think this is a this was an opportunity to do that, um, and and at the same time, if we have an opportunity to help Dr. Oz figure out how to kind of pull his message to a more evidence-based side. Um, and, and I actually do think he and I, as I said, had a forthright conversation. Um, I think that's one of the spillover benefits of this. Um, if we make them recognize that some of these things you say take away valuable face-to-face time in the office, that, um, that we have a lot of work to get done um, on behalf of patients, then, it, then that's another added bonus to the whole thing. But I thank you for your observation on leadership. It was, it, it is a, definitely a stick your neck out time. And I think in terms of the health of this country, it's not a time that we can be safe. People deserve better care in this country, and they deserve our resources to be spent more wisely. And we're not doing a good job of that in healthcare in the last few years. And so it's time to re-strengthen our our health system back to family medicine, back to primary care, like the rest of the world who gets better care has been doing. Uh, and uh, before I let you go, Wanda, I just, I just want to let the audience know that um, that uh, you've written an essay or a blog post that will uh, appear on the AAFP website. I believe the AFP uh, Leader Voices blog. You can get there by going to AFP.org, and I believe that will be up um, um, on uh, Friday, May 15, at AFP.org, and uh, that will share more of your story, uh, more than uh, uh, kind of reflecting on our conversation here. Um, so before I let you go, Wanda, any um, you know, a 
closing thoughts um, for our audience um, about your appearance there or about family medicine or, or anything else that you'd like to uh, uh, close up our conversation with today? Well, the first thing, Mike, I want to do is tell you that you said earlier that you were envious of my media career. I want you to know I am thrilled with what you're doing. Um, you have an opportunity to help educate um, this country and help people get to better health. And you're doing, you're, I mean, we're all family physicians, and that's what we do. We reach people where they are, and you are the, the shining example of that. Um, so, you know, you're... you're your leadership is, is pretty solid on this one, too, I have to admit. And, and it, it, for me, it embodies family medicine all the way around um, and, and helps America to get healthier, and that's what we're all about. Uh, and for people to get more information, people can go to AEFP.org. People can keep it, go to uh, FamilyDoctor.org uh, to get more information about the American Academy uh, of uh, Family Physicians. Uh, Wanda, thank you so much for the time. I know you, you have a very busy schedule. I appreciate you squeezing me in and, and, and sharing your story and sharing this conversation. Uh, thank you so much for the time today. It's absolutely my pleasure. And uh, we will be uh, right back uh, with more conversations right after this. And welcome back to the Mike Savilla Radio Program. Get more information at drmikesavilla.com. Also, aafp.org. Thanks again uh, to my guest, Dr. Wanda Filer, the uh, president-elect of the American Academy of Family Physicians. And, uh, you know, I have to stand behind her on this, kids. Um, I think it was something very brave that she did. Um, I think she's going to take some heat for it. She's going to take some criticism for it. Uh, but I see it um, as an opportunity to reach out uh, to a crowd of people, to a, a, a segment of people um, whom I think we would not have reached any other way. Uh, I don't think uh, that uh, it is an endorsement um, of the bad stuff um, that this, uh, that this guy does. Um, I think, um, that it, uh, takes, uh, a, a brave person. It takes a brave specialty. It, it takes, um, uh, people to think outside of the box to try to get your message, um, out there. You know, it's, it's, it's very, uh, very few times, uh, where, uh, you go to a crowd that supports you, that you have to change their minds. Sometimes you have to go to people. You have to talk to people. You have to dialogue with people, uh, who are, who either disagree with you or who are indifferent or, um, who don't even know who you are. Uh, and I know that uh, there's going to be a lot of people, a lot of my friends, a lot of my colleagues, a lot of people that I know um, who are probably going to be uh, take a negative uh, bent, a negative point of view toward this. But the only thing that I ask is, is that you know, before you criticize, you know, watch that seven minutes. You know, watch the segment. Watch the segment before you lay judgment. You watch the segment and and separate that segment out uh, and say, hey, you know, what was the family medicine story portrayed fairly? Was the family medicine story portrayed accurately? 
if you take out you know that host uh, of that TV show and put in another host there, is that a message that can resonate uh, in different television shows, on different radio programs, uh, on different podcasts, uh, on different YouTube videos? Uh, you know, are there are there things, um, or are there lessons that can be learned for uh, organizations like uh, the Health is Primary campaign? You know, of, of course, you're telling the same message, but you know, uh, until you you know try to think outside the box, until you uh, can uh, rock the boat um, a little bit, um, how how do you know how well you're communicating? Uh, so I applaud Dr. Wanda Filer. Um, I applaud the Academy for taking this risk. Uh, my prediction, and I could be wrong, uh, is that it's not going to be as bad and as negative uh, as uh, people think. Uh, I encourage you to go to aafp.org uh, and read her essay um, about uh, why she uh, went on this show, why she will go on any other show, practically, maybe, uh, to tell the same story. That that essay will be up uh, at aafp.org on Friday, May 15, uh, 2015. So, so think about it. You know, are there lessons that, that, uh, that we can learn uh, from this experience um, going to places um, who may be indifferent toward us, going to places who may disagree with us, um, you know, not necessarily going uh, to places that love us, uh, to, to carry our message, to tell the story of family medicine. Um, as many uh, have been saying, including me, um, we have to tell our story of family medicine. We cannot allow other people uh, to tell our story because it is the wrong story before Dr. Filer went on the Dr. Oz show. What do you think uh, the general audience member of that show, how would they describe family medicine? How would they describe uh, a family physician? How would they describe primary care? Uh, so uh, so hopefully uh, we're able to uh, at least make people aware of uh, who we are and what we do, and try to alleviate some of the myths that are out there having to do with primary care and uh, family medicine. Uh, so kudos to Dr. Filer, kudos to the Academy. Um, I hope that uh, there isn't uh, too much negativity out there. I hope people uh, watch the interview before they give uh, feedback, uh, but we'll see. We'll, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, thanks again to Dr. Filer for uh, coming on the show uh, today. Uh, get more information from the Academy at aafp.org. You can get more information about me um, at drmikesavilla.com. Also follow me on uh, Twitter and uh, Facebook and uh, YouTube and LinkedIn and all that uh, type of stuff. Uh, so till next time, uh, kids, uh, this is Dr. Mike Savilla uh, letting you know that family medicine rocks. We'll see you next time. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 